pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast. Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A beautiful young mom goes missing on Mother's Day. Coincidentally, on Sunday, that Mother's Day, her husband, Barry Morphew, claims he's got to be out of town on a work trip that nobody seemingly knew about at the time. And then, wouldn't you know, that one day of all days that she goes biking, she also goes missing. In the last hours... Homicide charges against her husband, Barry Morphew, have been dropped. Repeat, charges against Suzanne Morphew's husband, Barry Morphew, have been dropped. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. Before I introduce to you an all-star panel to make sense of what we know right now, Take a listen to our friends at KUSA 9. 
The charges against Barry Morphew were dismissed this morning without prejudice. That means that new charges could be brought in the coming future if new evidence is found. Now, prosecutors revealed this morning that they believe that they say they are close to finding Suzanne Morphew's missing body after two years of searching. The district attorney on the case said that they believe that her body is buried somewhere underneath five feet of snow in the mountains above the Morphew home, though she provided no evidence as to why that might be be true. Now, Barry Moore, if you walked out of court about an hour ago, the GPS tracker is gone and he has his passport back. He was surrounded by his two daughters who have been with him at every court date he's had. Did you hear what they just said, AKUSA? Before I go to the whole panel, let me first go to Lauren Scharf joining me, Fox 21 news reporter on this case from the beginning. Lauren, let me digress. You and I were right there where prosecutors are now saying they think they know where Suzanne Morphew's body is hidden. We were right there. And remember, you and I, we had this eerie feeling because you showed me where the Morphew home was. It's a mansion. It's huge. We were looking down at it. And I said, now, wait, where is he living right now? And he pointed right at the street. And he said, I think it's right there. It's Right up the street, if you can call it a street. It's kind of like a dirt road. It's in the mountains there, Ancelita. And everything has gates. You can't get into the home. And then you told me that he, you think, had been living in an Airbnb belonging to a friend of his. And I thought, wow, that's really odd that he wants to live at the scene where we think his wife was killed because it's within sight, really, of where her bike was found down the ravine. And this is the other thing. Remember Lauren Scharf? Not one, not two, but I think three separate women came up and said they were out citizens searching for Suzanne's body. And they were all run away by somebody on a motorcycle or an ATV that had their face covered with a helmet. Somebody is protecting that area. Why would Barry Morphew move to that area and refuse to leave? I mean, am I remembering it right, Lauren? Yeah, I mean, even Barry Morphew had told me the reason why they sold the house, the Morphew house off of Puma Path, was because uh, his daughters were scared to live there because that was the last, you know, place that they um, saw their mother. And, and, and um, she possibly could have been abducted around there and so that's why they sold the property and then for him to live nearby in you know an airbnb that's uh, rented out by a friend is is, is interesting um and then now you know investigators believe that uh, suzanne's body is located just very close by to where uh, the Morphews used to live, uh, you know, in a specific location in the mountains. Um, and, and they just need time because of the weather to excavate that area because of uh, snow packed area. They, they haven't been able to do so. And they wanted to do that prior to the trial. But because of the weather, they say that the area has five feet of snow that's covered it. I was in a meeting, um, at lunchtime, I uh, ran straight out of the studio, went right in the meeting. When I walked out of the meeting, I glanced down at my phone, Lauren Scharf, and I saw where Jackie had texted me, texted me charges against Barry Morphew 
dropped. Well, you know, I I, I, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. I almost did a backflip right there. Guys, take a listen to our cut 157, our friends at Fox 31. Moments after the judge dismissed the murder case against Barry Morphew, he walked out of the courthouse, daughters, by his side. Barry, is there anything you want to say? His attorney saying Morphew should have never been charged with the murder of his wife, Suzanne Morphew. Instead, what their evidence is, is that she could have left and or she could have been abducted. And the evidence is way stronger for both of those uh, possibilities than anything far from Mr. Morphew having the ability Miss Morphew disappeared on Mother's Day two years ago from her home near Salida in Chaffey County. Her husband arrested a year later. In the motion to dismiss the case without prejudice, the district attorney wrote the ongoing investigation into the location of the body must be resolved. The public seeks an indisputable answer to whether or not Miss Morphew is dead. Uh, let me introduce you our all-star panel. First of all, Matthew Mangino lawyer, former elected district attorney in Lawrence County, parole board member, author of The Executioner's Toll, Dr. Jory Crawson, psychologist, faculty, St. Leo University, research consultant, and author of Operation SOS. Professor Forensics, Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon and Starva, new hit series on iHeart, Body Bags with Joseph Scott Morgan. And of course, you know with us, uh, Ace Reporter with Fox 21, Lauren Scharf on this from the very beginning. Matthew Mangino, does it never end? When a woman goes missing, leaving her children, which to me would be the ultimate torture to be away from my children, someone actually fixes their mouth to say, there's so much evidence she just left. Really? Her ATM hasn't been used. No credit card. She hasn't been cited. Her car has been found. All of her belongings are there. Her jewelry is there. There's not one shred, not a scintilla of evidence to suggest that Suzanne Morphew went away. What, with another guy? Who? Where? That is BS. Why do they always say that, Matthew? Well, Nancy, in this case, it's actually the prosecution that's saying it. In their motion, we just heard it in the clip, they're seeking indisputable answer as to whether or not Ms. Morphew is dead. That is not what the, the defense said. The defense said what there, the state's evidence is, is that she could have left. That's the defense lawyer, Matthew Mangino, That not the prosecution. The prosecution says, we want to find her body and we think we know where it is. They never said she left. Nancy, I'm what? reading right from the motion. This is the motion to dismiss without uh, prejudice filed by the district attorney. That's their motion, which is so surprising to me because, you know, this is extraordinary. We're on the eve of trial the trial's been moved to another county. You have a thousand jurors waiting to be a part of this jury pool. And, and the prosecution is withdrawing the charges. You know, it's akin to the prosecution taking their ball and going home. The case is unraveling. And now you want to withdraw the charges uh, and say that you're looking for the body. I mean, for two years, they couldn't find the body. To Laura Sharp joining us with Fox 21. Let me clarify something. And please, Lauren, as you always do. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it true that the state 
is stating in black and white and in open court, they believe they know where Suzanne Morphew's body is. Yeah, in the motion, they said that they were hopeful that they could get the search and the discovery of Suzanne's body before the trial was um, finished. But because of weather, it complicated their efforts. And so that's why they want to put this case on pause or a halt uh, to, to, to get to hopefully find Suzanne's body and, and bring it back to her family. At any time, Lauren Scharf, has the state said they believe Suzanne Morphy just left with another guy? As a matter of fact, isn't it true the state says that finding her body will disprove such a cockamamie theory? Isn't that what the prosecution is saying? Yeah, the prosecution said that, you know, Suzanne would have never left her daughters and would have never just not told anyone uh, where she was going or if she had left on her own. Um, that's just not in her character. I mean, to you, Dr. Jory Crosden, joining us, psychologist and faculty at St. Leo University and author, I could go on, but instead of talking about you, let's talk about Suzanne Morphew. Dr. Jory, this woman had devoted her life to her family, her children. I think it would be a, a through hell and high water that she would have just left her children. And there is not a shred of evidence to suggest such a thing. The only one suggesting that is the defense. Yeah, the, you know, you, to, to predict future behavior, you always have to look at past behavior. And she's got a record of being a devoted mother and, and wife. I mean, there was that, you know, affair. But even with her behavior, if she were going to leave, she would do it openly. She would go through the court system, divorce her husband. Uh, I would even say her getting a, a fair settlement worked out and everything. I don't think she would just disappear. That is not advantageous to her or anyone, except the husband. Well, as a matter of fact, isn't isn't it true, Lauren Scharf? She had told her husband she wanted a divorce. Yeah, in a deleted text message, she said that she was done and that she just wanted to do it civilly. There you go. Yep. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Are you spending a fortune while shopping on Amazon? What if I said you can earn cash back while you shop? Introducing Drop, the ultimate rewards app. Whether it's fashion, electronics, or groceries, you can earn free gift cards just by shopping online or in-store at tons of your favorite brands. Download the Drop app now and start earning while you shop. Plus, for a limited time, use code DROP11 to get $5 in points instantly. 
Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. It's it's a tough thing to try a case without a body, but it's been done thousands of times. It's not the easiest thing in the world, but it can be done. You don't give a killer a gold star and a free pass just because he managed to hide the body. Now, let me understand something. Lauren Sharp joining me, Fox 21. And you can find her at laurenscharf.com. That's S-C-H-A-R-F. Lauren, cops are actually saying they believe they've located the spot where Suzanne's body is. And it is in the mountains. And, I mean, I just hugged you goodbye there a couple of weeks ago. There is still a lot of snow on the ground. This is a very remote area. When I was flying in, I looked down, I saw nothing but mountains and treetops. There was no cell phone connectivity where we were. Um, It's very remote, and the snowbanks are very deep. Yeah, I mean, where the Morphew live, they, I mean, they live in the mountains. They're surrounded by mountains. Very uh, tough terrain. Uh, You saw how steep it is, and, you know, that area, even though we're, you know, approaching May and the end of April, it's still covered with snow up there. And people can still go skiing and, 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 and everything, even though it, it is getting in the higher temperatures of 70 degrees. There's still snow up there. Yeah, that's the thing. That snow is solid. That's like looking up at a glacier in the middle of the summer. It's maybe warm where you are, but it's going to take a long time for that snow to melt. They're, they're going to have to bring in, to you, Joseph Scott Morgan, Professor Forensic, some type of a, a specialty crew to get through the snow. And I'm curious, how do they know that's where her body is under all that snow? I'm just very curious about it. Yeah. Oh, Joe Scott, let me tell you a weird fact that I learned when I went out to Salida to see this scene, you know, Joe Scott, I never tried a single case, not one, not ever, that I had not been to the scene. And this reminded me why. It's so different than what you imagine it to be. For instance, where her bike went down, went down the ravine, you can look off and see their home. But it's a long, windy, gravel, dirt road that goes all the way from the house out. It's very hilly. You go down and way up and then 
boom, there it is. It's not that far away where her bike was thrown down the ravine. But I'm, I'm very curious, and I want you to hear this, and Lauren Scharf, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't people say that one of the reasons they filed a TRO is because Barry Morphew kept coming back to his old house and digging up bones? He said he was looking for some kind of animal skulls in the backyard. I haven't heard that. I have yes. not heard that. Sorry. That the fam that he would be digging for bones in the area after he moved. I think that's very bizarre. Joe Scott, let me get back to you about getting through that snowbank and somehow finding her remains and what would her remains even be now? Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I had a couple of questions about this because I'm thinking they're talking about the snowpack. You know, the fall in Colorado generally begins roughly the first part of April. So you've already got some of this melting that's taking place. Mm-hmm. What, what, what kind of gigantic piece of information suddenly appeared mm-hmm. on the radar after two years relative to her remains that has them go into a full stop. I mean, they completely reversed engines here. As Matt was talking about just a few moments ago, you know, they're right on the, the threshold of going to trial. And then suddenly they have this epiphanal moment where they say they think they know where her body is buried. They said buried beneath snow, but I'm wondering if they have further detail. Is it buried in the dirt underneath the snow? And then you talk about these two desperate areas uh, where you have the uh, the bike that's down in the ravine. And then, as you had mentioned, you've been there. They're saying up, up, up is where the body is. So up above this particular area, who has access to this? Who had the opportunity? Who had the means in order to facilitate this? If it's so isolated, how would you get the remains up there and then bury them? They're going to have to go out there, I think obviously with a team of searchers that are, will probably again involve cadaver dogs. Remember they got a false, a false hit at the house uh, where they thought that they had, they came across a, a descent of a body that turned out not to be reality, but now they're going to have to go back into this area after the snow has thawed. And again, this, this for me is poses a huge problem from a forensic standpoint, because I, I honestly, after two years, I don't know what type of evidence they're going to be able to find that's going to demonstrate a specific uh, manner and cause of death. Bones! you got to remember that there's also a lot of mines in the area. Um, so I'm curious as to, you know, maybe that's where they're looking or something like so that. I'm, yeah, that's Lauren Scherf jumping in from Fox 20. Hey, panel, we're not having high tea at Windsor Palace. Okay, so jump in if you have a thought. So, Lauren Scharf, um, let me bounce off what Joe Scott Morgan just said. Joe Scott, just stop everything. Cadaver dogs can pick up a scent of a dead body, even if it's underwater. This is a lightning round, so you can just answer yes or no. Isn't that true, Joe Scott? Yes, that is true. Yes or no. You don't need to expound. Uh, Joe Scott Morgan, isn't it true that cadaver dogs can pick up the scent of human remains under snow? Isn't that true? Yes, it is true. Joe Scott, isn't it true that cadaver dogs did hit in multiple places 
around the time of Suzanne Morphew's disappearance. Yes, that is true. And isn't it also true that if they hit on human remain scent at the time of her disappearance, it could also indicate her body had been there and was moved, does it not? Yes, that is true. So isn't it within the realm of possibility that her body had been, her dead body had been at those locations where cadaver dogs hit and then was moved to a more remote location. Isn't that possible? It's within the realm of possibility. Lauren Scharf, that is the theory on which I'm hanging my hat. I think that's what happened. Her body was moved. Well, even in the arrest affidavit, one of the investigators said that they saw like a footprint on the bobcat bucket, um, but they didn't uh, take a photograph or... Um, or a cast of the bucket, uh, but the invest—they did note it in the arrest affidavit that there was a bare footprint, like someone's bare, you know, footprint in the bucket of the bobcat. I think that was Matthew Mangino jumping in. Go yes. ahead, Matthew. Yes. So, Nancy, I guess my question is, why now, on the eve of trial, is the body so important in this case? Obviously, the prosecution thought that they could prove uh, guilt well, beyond well, a reasonable doubt. You used doubt. to be the district attorney, right, Matthew yeah. Mangino, the elected DA? And you, of all people, are asking me why is it so important well, that you have the dead body? Really? Well, I would have thought. I would have thought before I filed the charges in this case that the body was important. But if of I thought course I could they prove thought the case, body was important, Mangino, but they didn't but, know but where Nancy, it was, and now apparently they think they've got an idea. Why should they but go Nancy, forward with the trial if, if they could have the body? But Nancy, if I thought I could prove my case beyond a reasonable doubt, and therefore I filed charges without a body, then I would be confident to go forward without a body in this case. To me, the body now seems like a ruse because the case is, is falling apart. Uh, they've been uh, precluded from using witnesses because of uh, you know not complying with Brady uh, rules. Uh, they have other issues in this case uh, that, that are, are, are uh, making their case unravel. So now they're looking for a reason to withdraw these charges because they don't want to face a jury in a week from now with the case that they have. And that's, that's problematic from the prosecutor's standpoint. And to say, well, now, to say in your pleading now, we think the public wants to know if Suzanne Morphew is dead, if there is a body, I mean, that's, that's crazy. And, but that's where we are in this case. If they have an idea, a good idea, where the body is, you darn right. I would postpone the case. And I'm very curious as to why they aren't simply postponing instead of dropping unless the defense refused to postpone. To Lauren Sharp joining us, Fox 21, was the defense pushing the case forward now? Yeah, Iris Eton, you know, Barry Morphew's lead uh, attorney said that they were prepared for trial and uh, they wanted to get Morphew acquitted. But previously, they had filed four motions to get the case dismissed. Um, and, you know, what one of your experts just said, you know, the court had gotten 12 out of the 14 of their of the prosecution's, you know, expert witnesses to not be able to testify as experts. And they that said that that really 
hurt their evidence, their best evidence to move the case forward as well in in the motion to dismiss. Go go ahead, Joe Scott. Yeah, I got to tell you, uh, the the prosecution has really stuck their neck out here. I mean, big time. And this is why, from a forensic standpoint, what they are saying in the affirmative is that they there is a high likelihood that they know where her body is. This thing is going to really stink badly if they get up there. And if you don't, if, if there's nobody watching this case prior to this, and we know that there has been tremendous national attention, I guarantee you all eyes are going to be on this now because they're going to be having their, their feet held to the fire. And people are going to say, well, when, when are you going out there? When you're going out there, there's going to be news trucks showing up everywhere. They're going to follow these people everywhere. And what is going to happen when they show up and they go to this this area that they're talking about and they come back with a big fat goose egg? I, you know, they, they've really stuck their neck out here. And I, I think that it is curious. The timing is very, very curious that they throw the brakes on here right at the last minute. They have already, like, shown their cards. I mean, the, the Barry Morphew and his defense have seen all the discovery, and now they file this motion with pretty much the location of where they think Suzanne is. So they're showing their cards. Let, let me add a psychological factor in here. What if uh, Barry gets paranoid, and now that he doesn't have any tracking device... And goes and tries to find the body. And, yeah, he might decide to move the body if he thinks they know where it's at. It may not be at the where they think, but he knows where it is if he does. You know, if he's involved in it, he knows where it, and he goes to the body. And if they track him, I mean, you know, if, look at his past behavior. He's been very, uh, I guess indecisive and paranoid and rightfully so but now he doesn't have any tracking devices if he doesn't take his cell phone or stuff like that uh he's free to move about unless you know they track him somehow drones or surveillance i would absolutely think that announcing that they the cops believe they know where the body is would trigger the killer to go try to move the body i would hope against hope that morphew is being watched or tracked right now like, uh, or they also might just have surveillance video where they think the body is. That's a good idea because who sure. can ever get the uh, picture of Scott Peterson returning over and over and over to gaze out at San Francisco Bay where he dumped his wife, Lacey, and their unborn child, Connor. It's almost instinctive to go back and back and back to the scene of a crime. Uh, uh, let me go back to you, Joe Scott Morgan. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious about what you said because you're worried about the state, quote, sticking its neck out. I'm sorry, did you get your law degree when I wasn't looking? Oh, no, no, but I've seen I've seen I've seen enough lawyers train wreck cases and it's it's just a curious oh, thing. Okay, because don't you agree that it's the state's duty to seek the truth above all else if they think they know where the body is isn't it their obligation their duty to try to find the body and if they're wrong they're wrong i don't know that i would call that a goose egg as you described it i've thought a lot of things during trials and have been proven wrong by the evidence thank goodness before i gave my opening statement but it's their duty to look where they believe her body is and why in the world counselor 
Joe Scott Morgan, which you'd go to trial without a body if you could get the body when the snow melts. Why in the world would you have this epiphanal moment? I don't know. The Maybe cross? they got I don't, some I don't evidence. understand it. It's a question. That and that is not answer. within your realm. You don't need to understand it. And I don't need to understand it. But unless the district attorney is lying through their teeth, then I believe them. I mean, do you have a reason to disbelieve the elected district attorney, Joe Scott? Do you know something we don't know? No, I don't. Oh, okay. And, but I, I have, I think that I have the opportunity to ask that question. I think any right person, thinking person would ask that question. Why at this last moment are you going to do this? Why? I mean, you know. Well, let's what? go to the source. Lauren Scharf, what could possibly be the reason for them now stating they think they know where the body is, unless they've gotten some type of evidence regarding that. We don't know when they got this evidence that to lead them to this specific location. And they could have gotten that after they had pressed the charges after the preliminary hearing, which would have like led them during the winter time that they couldn't have searched. And they're just now waiting for the weather to get better for to excavate that area. Okay, Joe Scott Morgan, let me entertain your theory. How about this? How about they got an idea of where the body was, but they thought they could excavate before trial. Now they see they can't, so they've got to lay all their cards on the table and say, hey, we think we know where the body is. Okay. You're just not happy with an innocent explanation. You want something more nefarious? <laughs> no, no. Uh, you know, but we're talking about uh, we're talking about snow melts and all these sorts of things. I'm not a weatherman either, just like I'm not. Well, I'm sure that won't stop you from giving your opinion. <laughs> no, but it. You know, I, I have to ask this question, Nancy. Why? Why at this moment in time? And I think that it's something that needs to be understood. And I. I got to tell you, uh, you know, back at you, you mentioned the term, you, you threw out the term elected DA. Okay. Well, their neck is on the line here. Aren't they going to look silly if this turns who out? Who gives to be a, a flying big fig who looks silly? If you can it find goes, it goes to motivation. It goes to motivation. Oh, uh, you know what? You want there to be a nefarious explanation for what they've done. I'm not buying into that. Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Tired of wandering the aisles at Walgreens trying to find the best deals? Well, we've got something that'll make your shopping experience a whole lot sweeter. Introducing Drop, the app that rewards you with free gift cards just for doing your everyday shopping. Whether it's groceries, toiletries, or your favorite snacks. With Drop, every purchase earns you points towards fantastic rewards. Download the Drop app now. Use code DROP55 when you sign up to get $5 in points. 
Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. For those of you just joining us, take a listen to our friends at Fox 31. The move to dismiss, an extremely rare move by a DA, but may have been necessary. When you have the judge strike 12 of your expert witnesses on things that are critical to proving your case, you really don't have a reasonable likelihood of success at trial anymore. Some attorneys describe the move as a do-over due to lack of evidence and witnesses. As a defense, I'm very frustrated that this appears to be an effort by the district attorney to retool, restart, and get away from significant pretrial rulings. A case full of twists and turns took another today that no one expected. And that twist and turn regarding the Judge dropping the case against Barry Morphew includes police claiming they believe they have located missing wife Suzanne Morphew's body. So now, Joe Scott Morgan, I guess your conspiracy theory that there is a nefarious or evil, surreptitious, sneaky reason for dismissing the charges. I guess you'd have to accept that the cops are in on it, too. Wow. Maybe OJ didn't do it. Maybe the cops did it. Were you one of those people? Because it sounds like you may be. Nancy. Is that Mangino jumping in? Go ahead. Yeah, this is this is Matt Mangino. And and, and I think that, that um, uh, Joseph raises a, a legitimate issue. Um, you know, I don't know that he's saying that there's a nefarious reason for it, but we have to look at the track record of the prosecutor in this case. I mean, the court, you know, dismissed 12 of 14 expert witnesses and said that their behavior during this um, you know, found a pattern of recklessness. You know what's interesting about you and Joe Scott? You know what's interesting about the two of you? Both of you seem to be focusing on a witch hunt of the prosecution. Both of you. All you can say is the prosecution did this wrong, the prosecution did that wrong. What the hell about the dead body? Can we focus on that for a minute? That's why I'm here. I'm here right now because I want justice for Suzanne Morphew, wherever that may lead me. Does it lead me to Barry Morphew? Maybe. Maybe not. Right. But I can tell you this and much. I, I'm more worried about her body being under six feet of snow right now than I am about you and Joe Scott Morgan doing the tango over what the prosecution may have done wrong. 
All right, so can we focus on finding her body instead of you guys throwing stones at the prosecution? If they've done something wrong, okay, they did. I'm not here to exonerate them. I'm here to find justice for Suzanne Morphew. So if anybody on this panel has anything to add about that, feel free to jump in. In the meantime, Nancy. Yes. Okay. I spoke with a couple members of Suzanne's family and they told me that they are hopeful that investigators will find Suzanne, Suzanne's, uh, Suzanne's remains and that they want to bring her back to Indiana and give her a proper burial next to her dad. Suzanne's sister, Melinda, told me that she's trusting in God's perfect timing that all will be revealed. She says for the past two years, she hasn't been bitter or resentful because of God and the family is putting their trust in the work uh, in the investigators work to you know find Suzanne um, and Melinda also said that she you know has compassion for the for the daughters of, of Suzanne too. I want to go back to Dr. Jory Cross and joining us psychologist and faculty St. Leo. Little lies bother me especially when they are in conjunction or contemporaneous with the disappearance and, I believe, murder of, a, of mom, Suzanne Morphew. The fact that Barry Morphew, of all days, went away on Mother's Day when he knew his grown girls were out on a camping trip and then lied about what time he left the home what time he last saw Suzanne Morphew. Claiming he had a work job, but then hastily trying to put together a work crew as he was driving. Going within a stone's throw that early, early morning, around 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, to where Suzanne Helmet was found out in a field. I mean, just the lies they really stick in my craw. Lies by the husband contemporaneous with the wife's murder. No, I reject that. Wasn't he actually seen on some video cameras visiting different dumpsters? Let's ask Lauren Scharf. Lauren, help me. Yeah. Isn't that true? What our friend Jory Crossan just said. Yeah, the prosecution had surveillance video and, you know, photos of him going to at least I think five different dumpsters um, when he was going to Broomfield or around the time he was in Broomfield on Mother's Day uh, you know throwing away things at some at one dumpster I think they see him on surveillance video like pushing the trash that he had put in like all the way down past his elbows into the trash. How many dumpsters did he visit? Five, at least. That's what I think the, there was the five, yeah, from what I remember yeah. the record. And when were the dump was the dumpster visit? When were the dumpster visits as it relates to the time Suzanne went missing, Lauren Sharp? The same day she went was reported missing. You know, yeah. if my husband, God please forbid, ever goes missing, I would do everything in my power to find him. Take a listen to our Cut 20, our friends at Fox 21. Curious. 
They want to stay anonymous, but say they're worried Suzanne's husband, Barry, is tampering with the investigation. This family member says Barry refused two polygraph tests and a critical analysis test. The family member also says data collected from Barry's truck doesn't match up with the information he gave investigators. As of Monday night, no clarification was offered on any of that information by the Chafee County Sheriff's Office. Let me understand then, Lauren Scharf, when they say the nav navigation system on his car's GPS did not match up with his story, what exactly does that mean? Like his truck telematics. So, you know, when you do things, um, you even if you like break or open the door or close the door, there's data that's, you know, reported and what that data showed did not line up with what he had told investigators. To me, that is damning. Uh, also, we were speaking of this earlier. Take a listen to our cut 31 on our friend, Dr. Fields. We were fortunate enough to have search dogs in from Missouri and another set from New Mexico yesterday. And uh, we made a little discovery. Um, the dogs hit in a particular area, which we turned over to the FBI now. There's two areas of interest, and I've got a third one on the way tomorrow. So they actually hit on something. So tell me about these dogs. Two of them were small Australian shepherds, I believe. They were black and white. And uh, when they go in and they see something suspect or smell something suspect, they'll taste the grass and they'll circle the item many times and then they'll finally sit down on it. And the German Shepherds behave almost the same way, only they get extremely excited. Their faces will wrinkle up, uh, their ears will come forward to catch scent. They'll also kind of scratch on the site, they'll dig. I hate to ask this, but are these scent and hunting dogs? Are these cadaver dogs? What type of, of training do these dogs have? A cadaver. I believe a dog over Barry Morphew any day of the week, but that's not all. Take a listen to our cut 37, our friend Dr. Phil. The EVI information on his truck didn't line up, though. He said he saw her at 5 a.m., and uh, he did not. And, and how do you know that? Testimony from an employee that he was rambling down the road texting people at 4 in the morning trying to get them to go to Broomfield. So... Can't be at that, home at 5. And talking to somebody on the road at 4. Right. I just, so that the timeline doesn't add up at all. Yeah, not at all. You've got two nieces, Mallory, who's now 22, and Macy, who's 16. Would she go off riding by herself, or would she be in contact with them? Would she go off the radar for seven days and, and have no social media presence, no presence electronically for that period of time with, with her daughters? No, absolutely not. And more from Suzanne Morphew's own blood brother, Andy Mormon, on KTVR-TV, our cut 42. I think she was uh, abducted Saturday, not Sunday. I don't think she ever got on her bicycle, if you want the truth of the matter. Um, I expect that she was uh, killed and hidden somewhere in the mountains. And her husband not involved in this search? Have you talked to him? What's the relationship there? Um, I have not talked to him. He was invited into the search by Profiling Evil, and he did not respond. Um, we ran into him yesterday, and uh, he was out hanging trail cams with a shotgun on his shoulder and just kind of told us, you know, hey, uh, 
you're about to step on private property. So we, we turned around and went back. Um, we did uncover some things on that mountaintop close to the home yesterday that uh, are being processed by CBI and the Sheriff's Department. And we hope to find more today. Do you think anyone would want to hurt Suzanne? No, I really don't. Um, I'm afraid this is domestic abuse, to be honest with you. The road to the truth is very rarely easy. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace Crumb Story signing off. Goodbye, friend. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Ever wolfed down a Big Mac and thought, I need some extra cash? Mm -hmm. Then download the Drop app. Get rewarded for dining out and more. Use code DROP22 for $5 in points. Download Drop now. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.